0: You're listening to the Footnotes Podcast, the weekly sermon companion from the teaching team at Real Life. This is a chance to dig a little deeper, chase a few rabbit trails, and touch on some topics that the team may have not been able to fit into their Sunday sermons. We hope this provides a glimpse behind the scenes at the discussion that helps form each week's message. Welcome to Footnotes, I'm Paul. Today we got Derek Murphy. How's it going, guys? And Marty Solomon. Greetings. Aaron Couch. Hello. Hello. And then today we have Hannah Griffin who is job shadowing Marte. Hello. And she's going to go ahead and carry the conversation for the rest of this podcast. So take it away, Hannah. Definitely not. No? All right. You sure? Uh, Def I'm not. positive. Definitely not.
1: <laughs>
0: That's a new hit thing to say. That was Def. Totes Adorbs. Totes Adorbs. <laughs> Alright, well hey, we're rounding up uh, the last couple sermons of Leviticus. This last week we talked about the festivals and the Sabbaths that we read about near the end. And what we wanted to do this week uh, is we want to try to do something a little uh, kind of complicated, so hopefully you can follow along. We wanted to talk about some aspects of creation that we see from Genesis 1 and 2 in Leviticus, and then uh, try to make some implications of uh, why that is and why we find that. So uh, starting with this week, I'll, I'll do the easy one. In chapters 23 through 27, you see Sabbath all over the place, just over and over and over again, 21 different times it shows up in this section. And so this is the seventh section of Leviticus, and as it being the seventh section, we should obviously be making a connection to the seventh day uh, in Genesis uh, in Genesis 2, the beginning of Genesis 2, when, when God rests uh, on the seventh day, when he sets up the Sabbath uh, to be holy and to be unique,
1: I just kind of reiterate there. So, if I if I understand what you're saying correctly, whenever you see the idea of Sabbath come up so much, so repetitively, so often, uh, a typical Jewish reader familiar with the Book of Genesis is immediately going to ask the question: Is there a connection here to Genesis? Right? Yes. And so, there's a major theory here that Leviticus is in a lot of ways one of those many, because there are many, one of those many retellings of the creation story. Yes. And you referenced seven sections. Should we actually, for anybody that's taking
0: notes, we go over the seven sections? Sure, yeah, we could try this. So uh, sections one through seven, where, where we talk about the different offerings and sacrifices, would be day one. So chapters shade, one through seven. Yeah. Chapters one through seven of Leviticus or would section be one. section one, day one, one. one of yeah. creation. Uh, chapters 8 through 10 then would be day 2 to separate the uh, for a minute where these waters above are separated from the waters below. Days 11 through 15 would be day chapters... Th- chapters... just don't want anybody to be... So, you should have taken the lead on this, Griffin. I should have. And what do you think about can't seem to keep it all straight. Chapters 11 through 15 are day 3, the separation of land from water. Chapters 16... Chapter sixteen is day four. The uh, the seasons, the greater light to govern the day, the greater the lesser light to govern govern the evening, as well as the stars for the seasons. Chapters seventeen through twenty would be day five. The um, I call it the swarming things, the uh, the birds and the fish. Chapters eleven through twenty two would be day six. The creation of animals and as well mankind the images of God. And he meant chapters 21 through 27. Oh my gosh. <laughs> chapters 23 through 27 is day seven, uh, the Sabbath, the, the cessation of God's creative work, uh, God taking his proper place on his throne, which is creation, so he can rule over us, um, and ultimately par- partnering with us as his image bearers.
1: Which is what you pointed out was where... Almost all of the references to Sabbath lie. Not yeah. all of them, but almost. So by and large, the majority land on this day, right where you'd expect them to.
0: Over and over and over again. In fact, even the, the section begins talking about the Sabbath. The section ends talking about a Sabbath. Then talks about a Sabbath of Sabbaths. And then it talks about a Sabbath of Sabbath of Sabbaths. Right. So it might be that Sabbaths are a big deal. Right. And even when it's talking about these other festivals, it's using the Sabbath as markers. Uh, you shall measure from this sabbath this many days and this shall be when this festival is so it's like sabbath is a big deal right
1: and maybe to understand why that's important um i'm kind of jumping out of order of our prepared agenda here but if i think it might be a good spot at this point if we were to go back and review genesis 1 and the literary structure of genesis 1 genesis 1 has these seven days it kind of peels into chapter 2 of genesis as well but you have these seven days of creation and the creation story ends up being a chiasm. It has this chiastic structure. we talked about chiasms before. But in this chiasm, uh, you have to take the creation of man and you almost have to remove it because the chiasm only works correctly if the creation of man is, is, is missing from the, from the creation story, which must tell us that man is going to be, man is going to have this special relationship to this creation and to the lesson found in this chiasm. Um, but in this chiasm, day four mirrors day one. Day five mirrors day two. If you consider it uh, day four, as Paul said, the sun, the moon, and the stars. Well, those are connected to the light and the darkness. So day four is connected to day one. Uh, day five is the fish and the birds. Uh, day two is where God separates the waters above from the waters below. So day five ends up filling day two. And day 3, Paul told us this is where God separates the land from the waters, and day 6 is where God creates the beasts of the earth. So every one of day 4, 5, and 6 fills its respective corresponding day of 1, 2, and 3. Day 4 fills day 1, day 5 fills day 2, and day 6 fills day 3, which makes this whole story a chiasm, the center of which found in day 4, where it talks about uh, the days, the years, and the seasons. The days, the months, and the seasons. Uh, and that word for seasons there is the word moad,
0: which we which we will have reference in the sermon.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And, so and so about we about that
0: today. So when we come to the tent of meeting, we come to the tent of moad. Right. And so every time we come to the tent to meet with our God, we we come back to day four.
1: Yet another connection to Genesis and Leviticus. Yep. And Leviticus being a retelling of Sabbath and a retelling of creation.
0: So going back to two sermons ago, we talked about how one of our jobs as priests is to separate holy from common, unclean from clean. And we ended talking about this is what God does, how he separates, he distinguishes. And this is what he does for the first three days of creation. He just separates and separates and separates and he creates space for which things can now fill and life can now be birthed from that. So good. And so us as priests, we are given Leviticus Uh, to teach us how to do what God did. I didn't make that connection until you said that just now. Uh on on the (coughs) sowed And look, I didn't reference John there yet. I know. Um this wasn't given
2: to you by man, Paul. This (laughs) this was given to you by God.
0: (laughs) So we so we put things in its proper place, we create spaces and then life can fill it. Wow. Um
1: Wow, that's good. I'm just going to sit back and awe right now of what just happened it's, right there. It's that's time so to reread good. Leviticus. And, it, and maybe if you haven't started reading it, we have a reading plan for okay. you. Yeah. Man, that's so good. That's so good. Hannah, what do you think?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's do this. Let's, uh, uh, just for fun, we, we haven't hashed this out that much, really much, almost none at all. And let's try to make some connections then uh, with Leviticus to the days of creation. So, how would you tie day, chapters one through seven to day one?
1: Oh man! All I know is I just love the fact that's connected to day four, which you said was chapter sixteen. Well, just slow down. Just slow I down. know I don't. I don't have a good answer for that. You're gonna have to answer that one. Light and darkness. Well, the <laughs> rabbis teach
2: God on day one separated light from darkness, and now this becomes our job. Right. As priests, we have to help people separate light and darkness. Atonement. So.
1: Atonement.
0: Okay. Oops. So, so going. With that a little bit, let's let's go back before day one. What? How is the world? Like chaos, right? Yeah, t- chaos. yeah tov Mayo. it's yeah. utter chaos. Tov so so God, yes, tov Thank you. <laughs> what did I say? It's very good. Tov mayo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 what do you think about that, Hannah? Can't trust him. Hannah. What do you think all about that? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, God's first redemptive work, then, uh, it to atone for the world. Oh, I like that. Is to separate life from darkness. Okay.
1: okay. Bring order to chaos. Yeah, his firmament per- brings order to the chaos. The
0: first thing he does. Okay. Ooh. All right. I like
1: it. I like it, Paul. Eight through ten, chapters eight through ten. Then, uh, create. Uh, that's that's a. I'm still wrestling with that one. Creating the space, the firmament, and the creation story would mirror the. Oh, creating the space between priesthood and ah. you know, the sacred and the common when it comes to the roles of
0: they're ordained, they're set apart. So, are the priests the firmament then? Oh, yeah. We oh, we are so what connects heaven juicy. to earth. Okay. The space that this is in the map so between the, the heavens realize. and the earth. Ugh. Okay. Which wow. would also work with the tabernacle, the way the cool. tabernacle's wow. built.
1: I'm so excited right <laughs> now.
0: I am geeking out right now on this conversation. Alright, uh, chapters eleven through fifteen, the first set of uh, holiness code. We have day three they I be
1: separating the waters, which they see as a symbol of chaos.
0: True, yeah, the, the deep. land, hearts, the earth. Uh, oh, and doesn't don't the Jews use the water as the symbol for the nations, for the Gentiles? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but the ideas would go together because it's just chaotic. I was thinking back to Ezekiel, which is great for later in this discussion. He talks about how the river of life flows from the temple and it goes sure. into the Great Salt Sea, which yeah. turns it into fresh. Yep. Um, sure. And then yep. you have the people fishing in it, catching all different kinds of fish. Yeah, that will
1: work out really well. Um, all right. But yeah, there's a separating of clean and unclean there. So that fits.
0: All right. Um, chapter 16, Day of Atonement with Day 4, Seasons. And Marty, you, I think you want to nerd out on that one.
1: Well, I was just saying that's love. So if Genesis 4 corresponds to 1, 5 to 2, 6 to uh, 3, I just love the fact that Day of Atonement corresponds to the atonement chapters i just think that's brilliant now the season aspect of it the day of atonement would it be the one place where you find your rest mm. you know if the whole point of genesis 1 the center of the chiasm is Moab. what what if it's uh... does yom kippur mark the seasons of rest in our life does god's forgiveness and god's atonement
0: it, it at least associates the day of atonement with the festivals that right. act as seasons. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So at minimum, you have that connection. Yeah. It it does call us to first remember our brokenness mm-hmm. and God's, God's redemption and atonement mm-hmm. of our chaos. Sure. Um, so I, I think you can make that work. Um, also works with separation. God separates the sin from his people.
1: What about the greater light being the sun, light, and the lesser light to govern the night, and what about the lesser light being our sin? Maybe I'm getting a tad bit mystical right now, but maybe a little bit, maybe a little allegorical. But the lesser you, light, our sin, is the lesser. If you light.
0: want to keep going that direction, could you do that with the two goats? Of course. Or the priests and the people.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. Chapter seventeen through twenty, we have the second yeah. set of holiness codes, which go with day five and swarming things. Now. One thing we pointed out is that you actually have a direct reference of swarming things back in chapter 11. Right. Which is intriguing to me. But, anyway, um, so how do you... Yeah, What is the creation of animals... I'm sorry, birds and fish. How does that deal with this set of holiness codes? I can't can't necessarily nail that one down, yeah. Neither can I. Uh, Maybe other than this is... If you don't... If you violate these things you act as animals as chaotic you about beings
2: 21 22 to day six mm-hmm. isn't that all about uh, no no
0: 17, no, 17 20. 20 with day, five. day five. Oh, okay
1: okay okay okay. that's okay. plants yeah uh that's uh, fish and fish. birds so fish and birds i'm trying to make any connection to fish and birds mm-hmm. with of course this, fish and birds is- in ezekiel is going to reference the pagan nations okay Almost every time, Fish and Birds always references the pagans. And this is about how you
0: interact with other people. And how we, so with Ezekiel, how we profane God's name among the nations.
1: Yes. And this is where God's going to say over and over again, do not act like the other nations around Mm -hmm. you or else the land will vomit you out. So mm -hmm. that's really good. I like that. There's some connections there.
0: I fact, like this is the one that we're most sketch on. Yeah, that hour, was though. probably yeah
1: probably the most sketch.
2: All right, chapter twenty one. There's a lot sketch in this, but that was the most sketch. That, that was
0: sketched. the most sketched That was the that was the totes sketch.
2: Totes adored sketch.
0: Def How would you how would you translate that into teenage talk, Hannah?
1: Um, I
2: don't think you can. I think you guys are already kind of
0: <laughs> toppled over that. <laughs> <laughs> Toads and dwarves. Every,
2: every teenager in America has turned this off right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not interested in anything you have to say
0: right uh, now. Oh, that's funny. Okay, uh, so twenty-one and tw- t- chapters 21 and 22 would be the uh, the second set of priest discussions. Yep. Uh, and then chapter six. Sorry, day six would be the creation of Adam and Eve. Right. And they are image bearers of God in the same way priests are image bearers of God. Yep. This is how we set ourselves apart and tell the world who we are.
1: Yep. And and in Leviticus, that priestly section is kind of dealing with unacceptable sacrifices, what to do when the priest screws up, Mm -hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff, which is, I mean, day six for the Jews as they see the creation story. Day six, the number six, I mean, that represents the fall of I mean the 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 screw ups of mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all throughout Jewish teaching, so that really fits in Leviticus really well, because hmm. it's all about what what are you doing? The priest screws up. Well, basics of creation is about the man that will end up screwing up. So, it's a good connection there. Hmm.
0: So, what are the what are the implications then? Like, why 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 is Leviticus paralleling creation? What what is Leviticus attempting to teach us to do then? If this is true.
2: I think it's all about restoring what was broken. Whatever sin took from us at creation, our job as priests is to help put it back. Reorganize the world the way that God had it intended from the beginning.
0: Which works well with like the four rules of priesthood that we talked about in Sermon 1. Right. This is, this is our job. Yep. We are to be image bearers of God. We are to... To rule over creation well, properly, to make sure everything is in its proper place. When things are broken or out of place, we restore it. Um, So then, uh, what we find in Ezekiel, which we've already made several references to Ezekiel, is Ezekiel will make the same connection, especially when it comes to Sabbaths. He will find that when priests don't do their job, what happens is that they oppress people. So Ezekiel, Ezekiel quotes Leviticus all over the place. Um, but he has this quote in chapter 22, where if you listen closely, you'll hear the references to Leviticus. He says, the, uh, God says the conspiracy of her prophets in her midst is like a roaring lion, tearing the prey. They have devoured human lives. They have taken treasure and precious things. They have made many widows in their, in her midst. Her priests have done violence to my law and have profaned my holy things. They have made no distinction between the holy and the common, neither have they taught the difference between the unclean and the clean. They have And they have disregarded my Sabbaths, so that I am profaned among them. Her princes in her midst are like wolves tearing the prey, shedding blood, destroying lives to get dishonest gain. And her prophets have smeared whitewash for them, seeing false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says the Lord, when the Lord has not spoken. The people of the land have practiced extortion and committed robbery. They have oppressed the poor and needy, and have ex- have extorted the sojourner without justice. And I sought for a man among them who should build up the wall and stand in the breach before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore I have poured out my indignation upon them, I have consumed them with fire of my wrath. I have returned their way upon their heads, declares the Lord. God and so for Ezekiel he finds that uh, these aren't not, these aren't just rituals they're not just regulations and some rules to live by uh, this is a system by which the nation of Israel is to restore the poor and the needy the oppressed uh, this is this is not this is not a system that should create widows this is a system that should come alongside widows and and take care of them that's good. I'm
1: reading through that whole chapter. That's just a lot of good stuff in there. The implications of not remembering what Aaron just said. Yeah. Not remembering the mission is to
0: restore. And it's not just... And we... I think we understand this. Uh, remembering isn't just recalling. It's setting... Reordering our life in such a way that we can act from this truth now. To remember. To Yeah. To remember. to um, To reorder. Yeah. Like this causes... This isn't just a fun story that we're recalling. Right. Um, or just something that we're just doing. This is this is a mission of ours.
1: Right. It's putting something back together again. Yeah. Like the etymology of the word. Yeah, restructure. Right. Yeah. Restructure. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, which we see Jesus doing. Like this is what Jesus came to teach us, to show us. In many ways he become uh, he he reenacts Leviticus for us. Yeah. And, um, I was reading someone the other day and they were saying, it's remarkable that in the new Testament, there are no priestly rituals. And the conclusion they came to is because we're all priests that got, that Jesus came as the invisible, as the image of the invisible God so that we could once again, be that so that we could be priests who restore the world. It was not so much about how Jesus fixes the world. It was about how Jesus empowers us to fix the world man
1: I'm just mulling over that verse like I don't know if I'm interpreting this right on the fly but I looked for a man among them who would build up the wall and stand before me in the gap on behalf of the land so I would not have to destroy it but I found none like I love the picture there of the priest, I don't know if I'm butchering this because I haven't mulled it over yet but the priest being the one who builds up the wall to separate the clean and the unclean the holy and the common And yet also the person that stands in the gap to try to facilitate the movement Mm. of things from common to holy. Like, I really like that picture. To preserve
0: both. That makes me think of Ephesians, where Paul talks about how Christ came to remove the wall. Right, yeah, sure. I wonder if that's a tongue-in-cheek reference
1: here. Yeah, which I think that happens a handful of times Mm. in the New Testament, just like the John does that in Revelation. Uh with uh, Ezekiel' vision of the temple. Oh yeah, yeah. Where Ezekiel's vision of the temple was like all of Jerusalem, and John's like not big enough. Ezekiel all the nations, all of the entire land, all the nations.
0: Which I don't think Ezekiel would have disagreed with. Because, no, like, nope. Ezekiel over and over again was talking about how God has placed His people among the nations to yeah. to be an image for them, right? And uh, like in all these practices, aren't aren't meant to be restrictive for people. This is a bunch of, um, as you said, Aaron earlier, um, a bunch of lists of things we can't do, but these are meant to be our images of who our God is to the people around us. So the nations that are surrounding Israel are meant to look at them and say, that's crazy, but somehow it works. Like they are like what it's, uh, what they are doing is producing life. It's, it's, creating spaces that allow for life to, that allows life to flourish. And we want a part of that. What do you think about that, Aaron? It's good work, fella. I,
2: I was thinking about, um, the tension from last Sunday talking about personal, personal holiness, discipline, conviction personally, and then liberal grace in the community. And is our emphasis. And I, you know, even, the John as opposed to Ezekiel Ezekiel's emphasis is on putting Jerusalem in order John's emphasis is on impacting the world neither one of those is wrong you know, they're both right but we, do we have do we put ourselves in order because we need to be in order or do we have a focus on the world and therefore we put ourselves in order like that matters that tension matters and how we respond to that mm-hmm. matters, that's the tension of that's the tension of Leviticus for me
0: so to bring it back all the way around to this week's sermon this is why we need to gather and be intentional and have um have moments and seasons that we regularly intentionally gather together to remember and to recall different aspects of our story and who our god is this is why um this is why i think things like care group matter because we are intentionally taking time out of our week to purposely recall and to talk and discuss and to have and to have Have a, in some sense a party together so that way we can continue on with our week this is why sunday mornings matter this is why uh, the things we do as a body as a people matter whether it's a family whether it's a care group whether it's my guys that i hang out with and you know help keep me on the path or whether it's us as a family a larger body of people anything else
2: good stuff what do you think hannah
0: Oh, I think you guys covered most of it. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say. Uh, I we think covered we, most of it. That good? Rock? Oh, that was great. All right. Everybody, listen. Listen into it again. All That's right. That's what I say. Well, hey, thanks for joining with us to get a little bit more out of Leviticus. Until next week, God bless. Thanks for listening to this week's footnotes, and please keep the discussion going. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can connect with us by emailing comment at liferotp.com or find us on Facebook and Twitter at liferotp. You can find the individual members of the teaching team on Twitter as well, or just visit us on a Sunday morning and connect face-to-face. We hope you'll join us again next week. And until then, God bless.